Hey everyone, Sean and Dave here from Saturday Morning Cartoons. We need to thank the following amazing people for going to our Patreon account and supporting this show. So a huge thank you to... Jonathan Renteria Elier. John Helter. Jack Connolly. Derek Haynes. Alex Kazanis. Jarmaine Myrick. Tyrese Walton. Allison Keene. Dr. Jason Woods. The wonderful Melanie Harker. The incomparable Sean Paul Ellis. Oh, and the phenomenal David Trumbor. A thank you so much. Now, you guys might wonder why we are thanking ourselves and some familiar names of the podcast. It's because we want you to know that we not only appreciate your uh, donations to the podcast here, but we are actually putting in our hard-earned dollars as well. So to give you guys an idea of what you can actually get for some of these monthly contributions through Patreon, if you can't contribute any money whatsoever, we would love it if you guys would just visit patreon.com slash Saturday Morning Cartoons, remember that's morning with a U, and just share that link out among your social media uh, pages. That would help us out a lot and just get the word out there. If you do want to kick in a couple of bucks, you get some cool stuff back in return. So you may not know that we send out a monthly newsletter that not only tells people about upcoming news that we have going on, and we've definitely got some cool stuff coming in the next couple of months here for you. But we'll also announce the upcoming list of shows that we're going to be covering. So if there's a cartoon out there that you actually like, you're going to get to hear about it in the monthly newsletter. Other than that, you also get special uh, thank yous in the newsletter. You get a special shout out like this one right here in each and every episode. You can get early access to weekly episodes. And you can also get access to our special behind-the-scenes rambling between Sean and myself. Oh, boy. Yeah, there's some gems in there. So you're going to want to check that out. Again, head on over to patreon.com slash saturdaymorningcartoons to do so. And thank you so much to everyone who is a current patron. Thank you to our patrons. Thank you so much for listening. And now, on with the show. Hello and welcome to Saturday Morning Cartoons, the weekly podcast that revisits, reviews, and ridicules some of the world's weirdest animated series. Coming to you from Hidden Leaf Village, I'll be your Hokage, Dave Trumbor. <laughs> Joining me as always, our very own copy ninja, it's Sean Paul Ellis. How's it going, bud? Ah, uh, David, David, David. I'm doing well, buddy. How about yourself? You got, this, you got a weird look going on tonight. I can only see like a third of your face. And I don't know why, because oh, uh, I've known you for like... Oh, uh, because the other part of it's covered up, because uh, I've, I've got this weird Sharingan eye that I'm working on right now. Say that again? It's, oh my god, it's called Sharingan. <laughs> oh my god. Sharingan. <laughs> you said Sharingan? Yeah, that it was no, Sharingan. Sharingan. It's, a, it's, a, it's an American version. Uh, Discounted god. eye. This is gonna be. This is gonna be. Oh, painful. I was gonna summon jutsu you in like two seconds. This isn't gonna work. Hey, summon jutsu. It's summoning jutsu. Oh my god! It's not summon jutsu. You're gonna bite my finger and go ahead and open up the blood pack. Open up the blood <laughs> pack. So you gotta contract. sign the contract. <laughs> sign the contract. I don't know if Jamal's gonna answer. <laughs> Please welcome returning to the show our friend and performer from Washington D.C. Jamal Newman. Welcome to the show, buddy. Thank you. Welcome Thank back. you. Thank you. Thank, no, thank you for having me back. Absolutely. Uh, Happy to be here and so excited to talk about today's uh, topic. I, I, you know what? It's weird because I'm sensing a lot of sarcasm in your voice when Not you sarcasm. say that. But we also want to remind uh, listeners that Jamal came on the show a bunch of episodes ago when he was asked to come up with a cartoon that he would like to talk about. Mm -hmm. And he thought that he could not pick Naruto. And so instead, he picked the cartoon ALF. <laughs> <laughs> Alf the animated series arriving he's like wait I could have picked any cartoon that I wanted to and we're like yeah that was the whole point of us yeah. asking you the question and he's like 
<sighs> I've never seen somebody more disappointed, but I'm also glad that you were on ALF because then we had ALF that actually joined us on that episode. So it yeah. worked out yeah. fantastic. Yeah, he was here then. Yeah, yeah I remember it was that. great. Yeah. Yeah, a rare event. <laughs> a rare event. But yeah, I didn't, I thought it had to be a cartoon that was on as when I was a child oh. growing up. I didn't know I could just pick any. No. Oh. So. so there is a specific reason. We're, we're watching this tonight at your recommendation, Jamal. Why did you pick Naruto? Um, so I have like a, a whole history with this uh, cartoon. Uh, a lot of my, my friends in college, my sophomore year, introduced me to this. Um, they didn't know at the time, but I was going through immense depression uh, with my family. Mm. And uh, so he handed me this cartoon and he was like, just watch these tapes. Uh, you'll probably like it because we all like nerd stuff. So he hands me the tapes, and it's like 35 episodes I watched. And I was like, I hate this. <laughs> like, it was it was the worst <laughs> shit I was watching. Like, I, I went through so many arcs. I was like, I met Haku and Zabuza, yeah. and I was like, I hate this. I couldn't stand the storyline. And then once they got to the tuning exams, I was like kind of getting into it. But it wasn't until Rock Lee came in and you, they showed his backstory that I was like, oh, I'm now hooked. As soon as he fought Gara, who Gara was just walking around. So Gara's my favorite character. Okay. And Gara just shows up and starts killing people in the village. <laughs> and I'm like, who the fuck is this? Because that was speaking my interest at the time. If I'm depressed, I'm just seeing this email kid who doesn't sleep just <laughs> killing people in this village. And I was like, hey, buddy, <laughs> let's be pals. Um, so I'm watching him do this and then like they get to the tuning exam it's like anyone who goes up against him is going to be killed and then the one person who has no ninjutsu ability whatsoever is the one person who has to go up against him in the second round and like you find out that he's got no natural talent for any of this other than just hard work and I'm like I don't know it kind of like brought me out of my my funk so I was like if this kid can believe in himself what am I doing sulking over here so it's like Rock Lee beating up Gara. And leaving him on the ground and then having his mentor come out of nowhere, like his father figure, just show up and <laughs> blast the same and protect him. I was like, I don't know, it struck a huge chord with me. I've I've watched every episode and read all 710 chapters of the manga since then. Wow. And this was originally titled Boruto's Dad, is that right? The original title was Boruto's right. Dad, and then Kishimoto was like, you know what? I'm playing my hand a little too yeah. early here. Yeah, shorten it up. <laughs> let me just call it. Yeah, he's like, let me just call it Naruto. Gotcha. He's playing the long game for yeah. 710 yeah. chapters. Right. He's nope. like, we'll get to the eventual story. Everyone kept saying, who's Boruto? <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't show up for 20 years. Literally 15 years later. Yeah. <laughs> Well, let's uh, let's fill some of our listeners then. Uh, if you're not familiar with uh, Naruto and the history behind it, so Naruto is a Japanese manga series that was written and illustrated by Masashi Kishimoto. Naruto was serialized by Weekly Shonen Jump from 1999 to 2014 and released in Tankoban form for 72 volumes. That is in, that's insane. Again, 710 chapters to this. I do you want to say it's 700 regular chapters and there's a 10 episode manga arc mm. of like showing them when they become adults and like, oh, just like the epilogue connecting the dots between that and Boruto. Gotcha. Wow. 
so the, the manga was adapted into an anime television series produced by Studio Perot and Aniplex, which broadcast 220 episodes in Japan from 2002 to 2007. The English adaptation of the series aired on Cartoon Network from 2005 to 2009. Besides the anime series, Studio Perot has developed 11 movies and 11, <laughs> and 11 original video animation or OVAs. As of 2017, Naruto is the third best-selling manga series in history, selling more than 220 million copies worldwide in 35 countries outside of Japan. That is phenomenal. That's crazy. What were the yeah. What were the yeah. other top two? One was One Piece, right? Because that was so, like so. It's one One Piece. I don't. I, I'm assuming the other one's Dragon Ball Z. Maybe the other one's not Berserk, is it? I guess it could be like Dragon Ball. Is it? Is it DBZ? Is Dragon Ball? Or DB? I don't know. It could be. Because that's still going, so mm. I guess it could be. But the, the one's definitely yeah. like One Piece. So real briefly, if you guys don't know what Naruto is all about, it tells the story of Naruto Uzumaki, an adolescent ninja who searches her recognition and dreams of becoming the Hokage, or the leader of his, of his village. The story is told in two parts, the first set in Naruto's preteen years, and the second in his teens. We're going to focus on the early years, which are some of the rougher years, um... I don't know about you guys. Well, we know about Jamal and his first 35 plus episodes experience with this thing. <laughs> Sean, how long did it take you to get into this series? So I actually, when I was living in Pittsburgh, I think in maybe 2005, uh, I would drive down to the waterfront right. uh, in Pittsburgh and I would, there was, I think there was a Barnes and Noble or there was a bookstore that was there and I would typically buy comic books. I would just kind of get out of my apartment at the time and go kind of relax at this other place that was sort of far away. And I think there was one time where I came across one of the volumes of manga. I bought it, I drove home, immediately read it cover to cover and was like, oh shit, I really like this. Yeah. And then I did the dumbest thing possible, which was I would drive back to this bookstore, buy another manga, come back home, read it and then drive back down to the bookstore and this was like copies, you just get one yeah, at a time until and, you're done with it. or or because i was a i was a college student at that time and didn't really have the money to be able yeah. to spend on all this manga i could have just sat at this bookstore and just read everything that was there but i just for some reason i made this weird ritual habit of just buying them taking them home reading them on my bed enjoying them and then being like shit i gotta know what happens next I'm gonna, at, and off so, the show i'm gonna introduce you to a, some, a concept called a library it's fairly new uh, it, but we can talk no. about it later it might help with your your issues i'd like to be in on that conversation yeah, come, come join us <laughs> Thanks. I think they're currently being burned as we speak, but there's still a few of them around the country. And the, the funny thing to note is that Jamal and I both live next to a large library that's in our area that has a ton of manga and different anime that's there. And we could go rent it for free at any time. In many cases, we still end up paying for it. Yeah, I mean, I even I even look at it, uh, you know, go online. They have a bunch of different apps and stuff that you can go through. Like Crunchyroll has one and there's a bunch of other ones online, whether you want to pay for it or not. Up to you. Um, but you can check it out kind of much easier ways. But as far as the anime goes, Sean, how long did it take you to kind of get on board with the anime adaptation? So because I was so on board with the manga, mm -hmm. I then found out that it was an anime. And so I started watching it and it became, I, I know that we were talking about this prior to the show, but I became obsessed with finding the English subtitled versions right on youtube at the time and so it was something where i'd have to type like naruto and then it was s zero one mm -hmm. e zero whatever i was looking for and then i searched i typed that into the search category 
find whatever it was, and then hopefully I'd find one user that had uploaded a ton of them. Mm-hmm. And then I'd watch all the way through. I think I watched 115 episodes like that that way and until I could not find any more episodes available. The terrible thing is, and I, I've tried this a couple times, I've gone back now that I have Hulu and Crunchyroll and all these other services that actually have all of the episodes on it. I've never made it past preteen Naruto. What? I've never made it into Shippuden. What? That's crazy because Shippuden is, um, is, is amazing. Yeah. It, it's like a literal next level stuff. Yeah. When it goes to the point where Naruto truly, like Naruto and Sasuke, when they truly start yeah. becoming on, into their own, like seeing them fight is like worth the weight of going through all, the garbage all of those filler. Yeah. preteen years. Yeah. I mean, I, I just, I've watched so much of that filler and I've rewatched that filler and I've just never gotten past like a certain point where I, I've watched like a filler episode and then I've been like, ah, oh, okay. I've watched this now for like the second or third time. You know, maybe I'll, maybe I'll turn on something else and give that a shot. And uh, yeah, just never, never made it past there. I wish I want to. Yeah. You hundred, you hundred percent have all to. On Hulu <laughs> and, and right now. It's literally you everywhere that you have content. Yeah. It's literally <laughs> everywhere right now. Uh, the thing that frustrates me is that so many of the characters and so many of the things that I find interesting like the like Sasuke's brother and uh, Orochimaru and all these other characters, Gata. Like I know that he comes back in and he's my favorite character as well. Oh really? And, and I think for me, it was one of the things that reading the manga the first time, I thought, oh my God, this guy is so incredibly creepy. And then watching the anime, then I realized, oh my God, this guy's creepy and he's a ginger. For me, I was like, oh, this wins. This, this is 100% who I am. A creep with red hair. So I got to say, uh, Garo is my favorite up until the end of the um, attack on the Hidden Leaf Village song wow, the arc. Okay. After that, so after that, my favorite character was Shikamaru because he uses his brain to fight. He doesn't have yeah. like amazing powers, but he just uses his brain to fight. And I, I like that better than... His, uh, his jutsu is the... The Shadow Bind. What's super yeah, cool about the transition yeah. from Naruto to Shippuden is that you get to see, you know, like Shikamaru is very, he's, he's lazy, he's kind of a slacker, he doesn't really want to do the things, but he's really yeah. talented. Once he's kind of forced into like an adult yeah. role, and once he's kind of forced to protect his friends and family and mm-hmm. people who are younger than him, he's actually really good at it. He always kind of keeps that slacker vibe, but it's just one example mm-hmm. of how all these kids transition into like teenagers and adults, and it's a fantastic way to to honor the series that you watched, but also to really enjoy the the characters that you get to see in Shippuden. It's it's really good. You should definitely check it out. I think what I'm going to end up doing is jumping ahead 115 mm-hmm. episodes and then just picking it right back up from where you I was. You honestly just look online forward. for like which episodes are filler and you don't really need to watch because there's a lot of them that just don't add anything yeah. whatsoever. Yeah. Um, yeah. To the- whatsoever. <laughs> it's <laughs> so pretty painful. bad. No, but what about uh, what about the Curry of Life episode with Rock Lee? Hmm? The Curry of Watch Life any episode, episode with, with Rock Lee. Lee. I love watching Rock no? Lee. No? Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, yeah, you can, well, you can watch it, but it's, it's not going to help you. A lot of these things <laughs> are going to move forward. forward. So, Storyline. Jamal, give us... Well, actually, let me, let me throw in my two cents here for my experience watching the anime. I think a lot of people have this experience where they watch the first episode and they're just like, this kid's fucking irritating. I don't like his voice. I don't like what he yells. I don't like his attitude. I don't really care about mm-hmm. his journey. Mm-hmm. And that that goes on for a number of episodes. Like it takes a long time for you to actually like this little like ninja Dennis the menace kind of character. 
he's not super sympathetic to begin yeah. with until you really start <laughs> to get into his backstory, which develops into one of my favorite stories and origins and backstories in like all of fiction. Um, it takes a long time to get into it. If it was like a normal network TV series, it would it'd be done after one season because like nobody would, would stick around. <laughs> it'd be gone. Because it had the manga behind it and because it was an anime that could run for 65 episodes a season. You know, if you watched half a season, then you could get into it and it was fine. But I totally get for people who, you know, gave it a chance but just could not get into this, this whiny little brat. Yeah. Uh, I want to ask Dave, what was that catchphrase that very early on that they dropped after about maybe like 20 episodes that was so annoying? Well, it depends. I mean, it depends because are you talking the Japanese or the English one? Uh, in this I case, I'm it. talking the English one. Uh, what was the phrase that he used then in the Japanese version? He just says date bio like over and over again. It's just like his weird little like tagline at the end. And what does that translate to? Isn't that supposed to be my ninja way? I don't know if it was uh, a translation. It was just kind of like an exclamation. Just some, yeah. Like you, yeah. It's like (laughs) doing great. Yeah. That was definitely the the point that I was trying to make. Is that going back and rewatching these again for the English language translation that they had? It was Naruto constantly saying "believe it" Mm. over and over and over again. That was. I don't want anything to do with that. Oh my god! You (laughs) know, because Paul Rappa said you gotta believe. It's a Z's kick. Punch, kick, punch. Nope, not here for that. Oh, man. So let's, let's, uh, let's jump ahead roughly 50 episodes into this anime. So we're 25 <laughs> hours into it. Jamal, give us a bit of a backstory about, uh, well, I guess maybe we should save that for the plot, yeah? I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm very excited to talk about these episodes sure. tonight. Um, <laughs> okay, let's fly through everything yeah, else so, to get okay, there. So we normally jump to the theme song here. What's interesting about this one, especially for Naruto and Shippuden, there's what a few dozen uh, theme songs. Oh yeah, it changes with every yeah. arc. Every arc changes the theme song, and like there's some arc theme songs that you like right. will lull you to sleep, <laughs> and it's like you focus more on the um, animation right. of the theme song because it gives spoilers that. away a little bit sometimes Ooh. in the animation. So you're like, oh, he's gonna fight him in this in this arc and blah blah blah. But like some of the theme songs are pretty rock and roll and pretty pretty fun to listen to, and you're like, oh, I. I like this arc <laughs> the entrance like the opening of it it's like oh, i'm pumped up ready to watch some muta <laughs> but you know some of them are like oh god i hate this slow <laughs> dragging on intro where it's like trying to be super like melodramatic about what's happening in the arc and like trying to really pull you in and there's yep. like the soft music of like the, all the friends <laughs> holding hands and stuff oh. it's but yeah every arc has a new uh theme song that's how you know like especially when I was just running through these, like just like a madman spending hours just watching them. I was like, as soon as a new song came out, I was like, I oh, so I guess that was the end, end of yeah. the last arc. On to the next right. one. And I kind of <laughs> liked that. a new one. I, I liked, <laughs> really liked a song, then you were like into it. And like you said, normally the intro has a little bit more energy, but they change it up sometimes. But once you like hit that next episode and it was a completely different song, it was a real crapshoot. It was either just kind of like, ugh, I missed mm-hmm. that other song or this thing's crap or like, holy shit, like this new song kicks ass. So what was your reaction? Did it mm-hmm. conjure up any memories for this particular song? Uh, just my beginnings of watching it and remembering like all of the episodes that I watched and I was just like, when does this get good? I kept going back to my friends and being like, <laughs> I hate this. And they're like, keep, like they gave me, uh, my friend had DVDs, so they had the actual collection. So I was watching the actual DVDs and just like going through a DVD 
getting up in my pitch black room <laughs> and just, just putting throwing the, the first DVD one out the window and laying and back the second one in. Yeah, yeah, laying back yeah, laying back down in bed and be like, all right, yep. five more episodes, let's go. Scratching yeah, the DVD, yeah, yeah. like, well, you're never getting this back. And so I'm just like, when the fuck does this get good? <laughs> like, I'm just barreling through it. And I'm like, that the theme song to me is remembered like it's like almost like it's almost like quintessential yeah. Naruto of like perseverance of like just yeah, keep, just keep going keep going and you'll you'll get through it and then you're stronger for it once you get <laughs> to the other side which i felt like i was when i reached the point where i got hooked i was like you know what i probably it probably wouldn't have hit me the same way if i hadn't watched all right. of those episodes leading up to this it wouldn't have i wouldn't have been hooked if i just watched the rockley episode because i had no right. understanding of his background right. or anything so like getting to understand Gara's from a different village. Like I didn't even exactly. know there were different yeah. villages for a while, and like they had kids who were like murderous, <laughs> like and like so, like if I didn't go through all of that, I probably wouldn't have stuck it. It, it just wouldn't have landed the way it landed so so like profoundly with me. So that's what the, the uh, entrance song, uh, the, the intro theme song. Sean, what about you? Anything about this particular one jump out for you? Yeah, I definitely really liked the Japanese version of Jimmy Eats World. Um, they were they were really good. I I love and we talked about this back when we watched Berserk. I love the idea of finding these sounding like college indie rock bands to pair up with something that really doesn't yep. fit the tone of what the show is. I mean, Berserk was terrible and tragic, and then I think Jamal, you hit the nail right in the head. This is murderous children. Mm-hmm. This is a child mercenary yeah. training mm-hmm. for yeah. pretty much this entire show. And but it has like this really fun, enjoyable Jimmy Eats World Japanese version of kind of like this pop song uh, that was really, really fun to listen to. And I think what I loved the most about this is that well, we got sort of a roll call, but they didn't have names underneath them. But they did something great it was like there were certain lines or there were certain percussion moments where like they would uh, they would hit the bass drum and that was really the only thing that was being hit. And then a new character would kind of pop up mm-hmm. at like certain points. And so kind of seeing that deck of characters kind of shuffled and then thrown up in beat with like what the percussion was doing, I really enjoyed that. There was something about that that I was like, okay, this is fun. I can listen to this maybe once or twice and then immediately i'm going to be like well, ah, luckily fast forward skips that come on netflix yeah. uh, this this one for me like it wasn't one of the more memorable or energetic ones like as i was listening to it i was like oh yeah and my brain was remembering other ones that i actually liked more that's not to say that it was bad it just wasn't <laughs> one of the ones that really like stuck in there but to jamal's point what i really love about the way um anime series handle their theme songs not only do they have like an original band that comes in to do an original song that you know, may or may not tie directly into the episode. So not like a traditional American cartoon uh, theme song or intro where they just say the title over and over again and tell you exactly who everybody is. <laughs> but I love that the visuals of it are sort of like a, an encapsulation of the arc that's going to play out over a number of episodes. And you don't know that as you're watching it, if you're watching it for the first time, because you're just like, who are these people? Why are they paired up with so-and-so? What is this weird like conflict going to happen? Like, oh, I guess they're going to fight and I guess this is going to happen. But there's so much little like symbolism and, and uh, just the way that they stage things that the ones that are better done, they really tie into the arc you're about to see. So it makes it more fun to go back and watch that arc again, knowing how it all plays out. So you can spot these little kind of like mini Easter eggs. 
And I think Naruto does a fantastic job of that. And honestly, anime series do that far better than any American cartoons do. We just don't really put that kind of yeah. attention to detail into the uh, the intros and theme songs. Anything else from this intro or the outro? Anything from the outro? You like the little <laughs> dancing girl outro? This this outro is gonna lull me to sleep. I will say this: when I was doing when I was yeah. uh, watching these originally. I never fast-forwarded through any of the intros. I don't yep. really would skip the outros mostly when the episode was over, but the intros I would watch yep. every time. And sometimes, most of the time, like after I got off the DVDs and was on to like surfing for these, searching for these episodes online, it was like I can't click out of it because if I click on this website, <laughs> pop up out ads of it, or yeah, virus will pop up <laughs> or, or buffering or problems. Porn. So I was like, it's, oh yeah, or some, <laughs> some porn out of nowhere is going to pop up. So it's like, whoa, whoa, I, I like, no. as soon as I found the episode and it started Just playing, I was it. like, can't touch it. Can't <laughs> leave it. Can't touch it. So, um, I had to sit through quite a lot of, uh, oh, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure I can recognize yep. every arc just based on, they the really intro. do get drilled into your head though. So you really practiced, an extensive amount of abstinence while surfing these on probably illegal streaming sites. Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, but if what you're saying is I didn't have a girlfriend at the time, yes, yeah, I did not. Enough. It was just part <laughs> of the training. Yeah. Had no, had, yeah, I had no, while I was right. doing my ninjutsu training, nope. I had no <laughs> Let me ask you, for, I am not going to pass that shooting exam. Were you a concentration on ninjutsu, genjutsu, or taijutsu? Uh, so my favorite would have to be genjutsu because... Really? While Shikamaru is my favorite okay. character, Genjutsu, the Sharingan, is probably my favorite. Like, all the powers that, like, Itachi has, and then his, um, um, oh, I can't think of his name right now. His, his like, brother in the um, uh, Uchiha clan, who was not, uh, not his actual brother, but uh, uh, mm. Shisui, um, the, the mm -hmm. teleporting kid. Okay. Um, he, his eye, he had the most powerful Genjutsu that could literally take you into a world where he controlled so it was like, it's like it was so powerful that like one of the uh, one of the uh, Hokage's uh, friends, what's his name? Um, I can't, right when I want to talk about all these things, I Get can't Naruto. <laughs> any other time. I know. Um, the anyways, the guy who ran the uh, the underground, like basically the CIA. Oh yeah, yeah, the, like the, the, the military like, wing of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, can't, I can't. I just can't remember his name right now. But he his eyes were so powerful that he snatched one of his eyes out. One of uh, Shisui's eyes out before he died, and then Shisui took his other eye out and gave it to Itachi for safekeeping. Because he was like, "This is going to be a problem if there they take so both my eyes." There are so many eyes that so change hands <laughs> throughout the course of yeah. the series. Yeah, they would. They, yeah, and then you find that out that there's yeah. this whole history of that's how they gain more power in their eyes by taking their blood, eye, their brother's eyes, or something, and in, transplanting them in. And then they get see this is all stuff you don't what? know because you haven't read. That's uh, I mean that's the, the whole thing with the what's but, the, the Hugo clan or whatever yeah. they Neji yeah. and uh, Hinata. Yeah, the, their whole yeah. clan. The yeah. Hyuga clan. Yeah. He's got the Bakugan battle brawler eye. Yeah, yeah, with the Byakugan. It's and so like when you when when <laughs> <laughs> I'd say the Genjutsu because cool. there's just you find you, when you, it comes to a point when you see Itachi fight that you don't know is right. this actually happening or is this just a Genjutsu. And most of the time, it's not happening, and the other person is just like standing still and like trapped in this genjutsu. He like I I think one of the things that draws me to Itachi is that he's only probably fought in actuality yeah. three times in in the entire series, and then the last time he fought was against his brother, yeah. and he purposely died. So it's like you never get to see him go a hundred percent 
but he's legendary. So it's oh. like his eye prowess is like, I don't know, just seeing what the Genjutsu could do. And then like once you read more of the manga and stuff, you're like, wow, that's a very powerful clan. And then the only clan that can match them is the, the uh, Hashirama mm-hmm. Senju clan. So just because they have, they're so powerful with like nature energy and like sage energy. Yeah, you'll you'll get there. I'm looking at you with excited <laughs> eyes right now. This but is, I'm saying, this is, this is all the stuff. Like, Naruto learns mm-hmm. such amazing powers in, in the Shippuden. Like, he's not to be fucked with. <laughs> like, So let me let me break this down for everybody. So there's ninjutsu, mm-hmm. which is just like basic, basic ninja like prowess. Taking the elements. Ninjutsu is taking an element like rock or water or lightning and you apply it with nature energy and you you have yeah. something like a chidori or like, like a fireball a spear or you have or a fireball fireball jutsu or like a rasengan right. rasengan um right. so this is taking actual nature energy and using it and then you have um genjutsu which is uh, an ocular power which makes the person who's cast on her genjutsu is basically hypnotized or thinks that what they're yeah. seeing is real so but illusion, it's not actually right? real and these are typically hereditary, correct? Huh? These are typically hereditary yes, within those, a clan. Yes, those powers are typically hereditary, and in the manga it's called Keke Genkai. Uh, that's right, that's so, right. Um, and then there's also Taijutsu, which is basically like your martial art, your MMA, if you will, your martial arts yeah. um, skills, which, again, which is one of the reasons why I love Rock Lee, because before, before the, uh, the episode that we watched today, he he confronts Sasuke yeah. and Naruto and Sakura in the hall of just like, I want to test my skills against this kid Sasuke, who I heard is pretty tough. And we don't know that he has no skills of no ninjutsu at the time. And he's just like, hey, Sasuke, let's have a sparring match. And he kicks his ass. <laughs> and Naruto remembers watching that. He's like, what the yeah. fuck is this guy? Yeah. I'm, I'm here in this, in this tournament trying to just beat Sasuke. And there's a kid here who can already beat Sasuke. And he's just using taijutsu. So correct me if I'm wrong, but he like he punches Sasuke up in the air and then like appears behind him. Yeah. So, and then like body slams him into the ground. Yeah. He does uh, the flying lotus, right. flying leaf lotus, I think. Um, and so, but the thing that also about the aijutsu, so Sasuke, the thing why you can never do a move to someone who has a Sharingan is like, right. they'll remember it. So Sasuke then takes that move and makes it his own in the future and uses it against. That's um, one of the reasons Gar- that Gar- Kakashi but, is known as the copy ninja because he has a, um, one of those ninja. eyes that yeah. he can like mimic any move that he sees and he's seen a bunch so mm-hmm. um and you you don't know the story of how no nope, he is no, not part I, of the clan I mean, he's part of is so he's he's not i thought he was maybe a branch of the uchiha nope. no no not, not at all oh, oh i don't know man you gotta, i don't know you gotta, oh my gosh, you to are, learn. You gotta watch the ship <laughs> oh i'm excited <laughs> anyways, i'm excited anyway so yeah so i just i liked seeing this that's the taijutsu is like you see the yep. power of the taijutsu of like if you just abandon everything else and just become a master of either taijutsu or genjutsu or ninjutsu you can beat it's like rock paper scissors sort of like you got the strongest rock yeah all right before we get too far down that road uh let's jump to animation style real quick because honestly watching this from what 15 years ago now it was a little rougher than i'd remembered there's some weird stuff that they do with the animation style it's not quite as clean as i had thought or i had been like i I had like trained myself to believe it was but what jamal what do you think of the animation style and some of the like camera (laughs) angles and action set pieces and things like that um, I mean, it, it definitely feels like like there's like a glow over the screen when you're when you're looking at the anime style. 
Um, it's definitely not as clean and crisp as Shippuden. Shippuden is like polished, but I think it, I don't know, maybe it has like a startup anime feel to it. <laughs> like okay. when you're looking at it, it's like they, they had no idea that they're going to be HD TVs soon. So they're like, <laughs> we're digging in deep to the standard definition <laughs> animation style. <laughs> and, and if something else happens, we'll correct it. But like they went deep on the like, we don't need to detail this too much. Uh, we'll we'll put scratches on people when they get hurt and stuff, but it doesn't need to be super detailed and like believable to the extent that you see in the Shippuden of like <laughs> beautiful blood flowing or something like that. But it was like you see this like rough deep reds and like it's just like dropping down the floor into this big pile of reds. So it's not like I don't know. It's it didn't feel like it was like they were focused too much on that. I feel like this is one of the animes that like yeah, focused yeah, on story strong. above everything else. I felt that this was pretty classic mid-2000 anime style. Uh, you look at a lot of the contemporaries that came over that were available suddenly on Cartoon Network during this time, Dragon Ball Z, uh, you know, in the early 2000s, and then Naruto, mid-2000s. Uh, like you said, it, it's still a little bit rough. Uh, it's not perfect. It's not polished. Uh, but again, great yeah. use of really bright colors, for a lot of the characters, mm -hmm. uh, and which is very challenging because my first initial thought when looking at this is I was like, these are ninjas. Don't they want to kind of hide what they're doing? I guess maybe in my mind I had a perception that like ninjas dressed all in black and they were very dark clothing. I guess maybe I'm looking from like the G.I. Joe sort of Storm Shadow Snake Eyes uh, idea of a ninja. And so for me, these ninjas, very bright, very primary, bold colors that they have. Uh, which is kind of fun, which is, you know, they, they look like, and we've talked about this, this is the early version of them as kids. And so they look like they're children who are dressing up and yeah. kind of playing at being ninjas, which is 100% accurate mm -hmm. for where they are mm -hmm. in this point in time in the manga series or the, the anime. So I thought it was kind of fun. I, I, I'm kind of curious to hear, Dave, what you thought about sort of the, the rough notes, because, I mean, they're definitely there, yeah, but I, I'd love to know your take stuff. on this. I, I love that. I mean, it was pulled from the manga, but for the coloration, I mean, you've got the, like, bright orange. I'm looking at my book uh, on the shelf right now, and it's like that bright orange that automatically grabs your <laughs> eye. So Naruto's always got his little, like, orange and blue jumpsuit. I mean, Rock Ali is head to toe in, like, forest green. He's like a forest green onesie with bright orange uh, mm -hmm. or, or, like, hand wraps, white hand wraps, and... And uh, like foot, um, well, well, we'll get to the ankle stuff in a second. Well, there those ankle weights. So, spoiler alert. Yeah. Um, but I mean, that's <laughs> it's fine. It's just a little rough around the edges at times. They do some weird camera work in this one, which I don't 100% understand why they do like a weird fisheye lens, or they do like a like a, a warped lens sometime when like you know Mike guy or whatever is like right in front of the camera, and there's other characters behind him. I don't I don't know why they. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, they yeah. do that. Or when they're running. It's like a weird Busta Rhymes video. I don't know why they do that to go that angle. but <laughs> I will say I love the animation. Whenever Naruto says something stupid and then like yeah. he gets like the frying pan to yeah. the head uh, move from Sakura, I love when that animation comes. Yes. And it just gets better and better in the Shippuden like, as it grows. Like I love when they, they almost break tradition of the anime and turn to these no, those... drawings. <laughs> With the like, those are fun. Those little transitions stuff. are That's fun. Very funny. Where it's almost like the line rough yeah, sketch. The transitions drawings. are yeah. fun. Yeah. I really, on the other side of things, like going away from the comedic and more to the action side of things, they really ratchet it up when they get into the fight scenes. And they have some really clever ways of animating things, like you know, little sand particles floating through the air, or 
sand becoming kind of like a yep. sentient kind of thing that uh, can move around or when Rock Lee gets to like completely power up that's like straight out of like a Dragon Ball Z thing so they, I think they did a really good job with the action yep. scenes oh, throughout the of, series yep. there's really there's very few moments where the action kind of falls flat they've, they've done a really solid job uh, rather than talk about all the individual characters who show up here because there's a metric shit ton let's just get to the plot um, so Jamal where are we when we get to this episode what is the arc that we are currently in and what's going on so this is the Chunin exam arc leading into the um, destruction of the Leaf Village arc. This is they've already gone through the first um, um, right. test, uh, first two yeah, tests. They've already gone through the what the, the maze and the practical um, test at this point, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've already gone to, through using their powers <laughs> to cheat, and then yeah. also going through the forest of death. <laughs> uh, and then now they're at the point where this is basically like a two-part third part of the exam which is like the first part is to basically weed out the amount of people are in the exam so that when they go and actually fight in front of all the other the other villages and whatever um it's just the best of the best apparently so what's happening here is just you're, you get to, they line it up like oh we're just gonna see episode upon episode of just battles right now and it's great because right. that's what you've been waiting to see this entire time and so um, in this episode it's finally a chance to see Rock Lee who you've only got to see a glimpse of him kick Sasuke's ass in a quick sparring match and we all know everyone who's been watching knows that Gara is a murderer is <laughs> <This is> a <laughs> demon yeah. and if you haven't been watching they do drop back. Into flashbacks multiple yeah. times throughout these episodes yeah. to remind yeah. you that he like yeah. imprisoned yeah. the dude and then like. crushed him to death multiple times. That that scene where he does the sand coffin technique, Sabakaisu. Holy crap! Is that I'd like amazing? That power. Mm-hmm. I'd be I'd be down. Oh, and he's good. Full of sand around. It's a, yeah. it's a really that's why he's cool one of my, my intro, and it's like and it's especially terrifying. You don't know it's mysterious. You don't know what's going on with this guy. It's super impressive because it's something we haven't really seen before, right? We've seen Sasuke with his fireball and we've seen mm-hmm. Naruto do his cloning thing and his sexy jutsu and all that kind of stuff. But this is something mm-hmm. that's like a next level yeah. kind of like on the level of like a Jonin or a, like a higher level yeah. ninja. Yeah. Again, yeah. Like this kid is, is again in, in, yeah. in waiting and like he's just going through yeah. this tournament as a matter of fact. And then you, you don't even find out until he has, you find out he has one of the demon uh, beast inside of him as well but wait. i was gonna ask you is that the first time that we see one of the other tailed beasts was it shukaku okay yes that is that is the first time right. we see it at the end of the next arc of the attack on right. um, the leaf village but at the point in time right now no one knows that they just you just get hints of like his brother Kankuro and his sister tamari being like oh no gara's gonna be unleashed yeah. <laughs> so oh, the thing, like, what the does thing that that's mean? inside of yeah. him there is an episode where you like previous in the arc where you like you yep. see some monster happen at night and go rampage, but you don't know that it's Gara. Um, but anyway, so in this episode, it's like okay, we've got this killer <laughs> this kid, from the yeah. Sand Village who's here, and he's going <laughs> up against this this kid who, for all we know, is pretty strong because he beat up Sasuke and, and didn't even break a sweat. So, but how strong is he? So I remember watching this and I'm like. All right, he's fighting. He's he's fast. I expect him to be fast. But then they start doing the backstory of of Rockley as he's fighting, and they're like, "Why isn't he yeah. doing any ninjutsu? Why isn't he doing any genjutsu?" And then his his um his with his captain, his Mike guy, is like, "Oh, that's because he can't. He has no t- 
talent. For I love I love that he he's like you should have seen him when I first no... got him. He couldn't even do you know he couldn't even do taijutsu. He was completely worthless. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He had no talent for taijutsu. All he did was hard. Like you just find out that this kid did hard. He just spent his days yeah. like kicking a piece of wood a thousand times a day and like just practicing and practicing and practicing. And then you're like. He finally is like gets the permission from Mike Guy to take off his weights, and you're thinking like like everyone else is like, oh, he's wearing lead weights. This yeah. is like Piccolo taking off his sash, and of course it's weighted, but it can't be that much weight. And then he drops it, and it's yeah. like a fucking earthquake goes off, and uh, Naruto makes one of those faces <laughs> where he's like, Aah! and everyone's like, everyone's like, what the hell? And even Kakashi, who's usually like subdued, is like, yeah, it's a bit because because at this point, guy. like Kakashi and Mike Guy are the older ones; they're the the Jonins that are like overseeing everything. Yeah, and they have to train yeah. uh, the the kids in the Chunin exam, but they also have to protect them and keep them from killing each other. So when you're putting one kid who yeah. doesn't have any real natural <laughs> abilities. Against a murder child full of yeah. like a demon sand, they're <laughs> gonna have child. to keep an eye out, which was kind of funny because really none of the Jonin really did anything. Even the kids who were like, Oh, I watched that guy murder somebody yeah. earlier <laughs> when they tried to use the same thing on Doc yeah. Lee, like, yeah. nobody steps in. I mean, eventually they do, but yeah, nobody no stops. stops. Can, I, can I just mention real quick before this episode, we yeah. see Rock Lee a, a decent amount, it's not like we we meet him for the first time. Like, yeah, we see him fight Sasuke and that he's he's got a surprising moment there. But every other time we see him, he's really fucking goofy. Like he he looks like a he's got crazy bushy eyebrows. He looks like a, a bad version of Bruce Lee. Bruce exactly. Lee. He's in his green onesie. He kind of yeah. matches his teacher. They weirdly like emulate each other and look almost yeah. identical. They look kind of like father and yeah. son. But we see him doing goofy stuff or saying, like trying to outdo him stuff. He's like, if I can do a hundred push ups, then I can do or if I can't do 100 push-ups, then I'll do 5,000 squats. And if I can't do 5,000 squats, then I'll run 100 miles. And it's just like, he just like, no one's telling him to do this shit. He, yeah. He's just like one of those weird kids that no. just like <laughs> wants to do all this stuff. And he's the only one who punishes himself if he, if he doesn't do it by adding more stuff on. So yeah. he's just a weird, quirky character. And you don't really know what he's all about until you get to this moment, which I thought was pretty cool. Just more proof in the pudding. Like, if you don't go through all yep. of these episodes, then you're not going to appreciate this moment. Because I remember yeah. when he took off the weights and yep. they dropped, I sat up in my bed. And I was like, oh, it's a cool moment. What's, what's going on here? And then he moved. He moved. And it was like basically like a bleach shadow yeah. step. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and like, he's now so fast that like Gara's sand defense can't keep up. So you're like, okay, so this yeah. fight just got way more interesting. Uh, then then you find out um, through more of the the side talking yeah. of Kakashi and Mike Guy of like he's like did you teach him how to open the gates and he's like yeah of course I did <laughs> he's my he's precious my precious subordinate he's my precious dear student. to me and so yeah so so he's like you find out he's got no talent other than taijutsu and he's just become a master of that and then you add on top of that the the fact that he can open the inner gates up to five gates and it's like oh so he, oh, he yeah. could kill someone. <laughs> If he really wants to, oh, and he yeah. has to to go up against Gara because Gara will kill you. So it's like seeing that, and then seeing him push himself to the extreme in this is like that was that I was I was hooked. I was hooked, especially at the end when uh, he he knocks Gara down using his actual Lotus power. Like he's powered up completely, and that power up scene, yeah. like you're saying, it looked like Dragon Ball Z. That's another thing that hooked me because I was like, oh 
oh shit, they got power. Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> <laughs> so oh, did he just go yeah. Super Saiyan? Well, he's going. Right. This is he's their version of Super Saiyan or something. So yeah. So <laughs> seeing that and then like seeing him like finally like just seeing someone finally unleash their like yeah. almost like a yes. a seal of their power because to this point you didn't really get to see it. So just seeing him like work off the like permission of and that's, his. That's uh, where I want to I want to jump in because yeah, like, can, that was one of the sweeter. And kind of the the cuter moments for me. It's like, yeah, you get to see this action scene, and they get to like really beat each other up. But to for Mike Guy to be like, Rockley, take the weights off or whatever. And then Rockley's just like, Do you mean it really? Because he was like, he was like, you told really? me I couldn't do this, and yeah. it was to like to protect somebody's life. Like somebody's life had to be in danger. And he's like, Are you gonna, yeah. Are you gonna let me do it? It was like such a cute yeah. moment. But then to watch him go from like mm-hmm. happy little kid who gets to do something fun to like murder child. Like it's so weird that this yeah. whole show is based around <laughs> yeah. like kids being trained to murder other kids. <laughs> and I'll say I think his personality okay. does change when he takes off the weights. He becomes very serious when he takes off the weights off his feet. And he's like, "All right, now I'm actually me." It's like, well, there, there's even that moment like later in the fight where Gara has like finally gotten pissed off mm-hmm. and is just hitting him with sand over and over again and then all of a sudden like he sort of is just like yeah you know what i'm gonna open up some more gates yeah and and then i think i think i think uh somebody from somebody who's watching from the stands up above just goes is he actually smiling right now and like you see him with like this dumb shit eating grin on his face and he's just like oh i'm about to i'm about to go super saiyan level one right now and then he just goes ah I mean, yeah. it was just like there are moments like that that are throughout this entire show, especially in, as we've mentioned, this particular arc, because you finally get to see people let go. Mm-hmm. You finally let you finally get to see them kind of go crazy, uh, unlock some of this talent that they have that has been sort of childish up to that point. And so to see somebody almost dead getting their ass handed to them and then he's just like you know what <laughs> fuck it third gate that's awesome there's a lot of moments on the show where they have to like explain the mechanics of how this world works so they either explain how the hierarchy works in each hidden leaf village or they explain how the exams work mm-hmm. or they explain chakra points or all kinds of stuff in this mm-hmm. point they have this like little <laughs> sidebar where they're like Oh, so have you taught him the like eight hidden gates to or eight gates in the hidden lotus? He's like, yeah, of course. He's like, uh, how many of the gates can he open? Uh, he can open five. <laughs> and then they go through this. They go through this yeah. little um, like little presentation. Yeah, with like the diagram a flat, about the body. Flat, yeah, <laughs> human body with a bunch of eight different chakra points. And they go through and they name. It's like gate of pain, gate of rest, gate of whatever. Um, and I just I don't know. I love stuff like that because it's like little bits of mythology, but it's a decent little break from the action. And it's just fun. And it, it, yeah. it, it introduces a new thing and sets the level that he's currently at, but also tells you he's probably going to survive this. We don't know if he's going to win or not. He's probably going to survive. Mm-hmm. And somewhere mm-hmm. down the line, he's probably going to learn how to open gates six, seven, and eight. And he's probably not the only one who will do it. Yeah, yeah. which I will say for, for, yeah. <laughs> for, I will say for Sean, you do get to see all the and, gates open. And what's interesting one, is they even in say fight. in this episode so. that opening the, all eight gates unlocks potential that can be yeah. like 10 times the level of a Hokage, but it also results in death. <laughs> so it's yeah. like you get to do it once <laughs> and yeah. then that's it. So you better not. One time. It. And that's, that's why the final, yeah, the final yep. gate is called the death gate. 
Right. Because it's just you remove all limiters to your ability and for a short amount of time, just a burst of power. Well, they I, I love when they're doing the flat Stanley diagram description of all of the different gates and they talk about gate one, gate of opening, and they're like, that's the part that just sort of disconnects your brain from oh, the works. rest of the muscles in your body. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, oh, oh shit. <laughs> no, I, I love that stuff because it's like, it's silly, <clears throat> but it's also part of the like, yeah, it's part of the mythology. And it opens up so many other things for other training that they'll do in future episodes, yeah. not just with Rock Lee, but also with Naruto, with Sasuke, because from here on out, yeah. these kids not only compete against each other, but they they compete against themselves to better themselves each time. So even when they're having these little yeah. tournaments like this, it's not always for like village versus village domination. It's sort of like who's better, who's the best fighter, who can push me to my next level. And that's what I really like about this show. We don't quite get that much in, in this episode because it's more just a fight for survival for Rock Lee at this point. Um, by his own hand though, Kakashi makes a mention. He was like, I think it's Kakashi. He's basically like, well, He's telling Naruto, who's very upset at the end of this battle, which we can clarify a little bit more. But he's telling Naruto, mm -hmm. like, don't be that. I get that you're upset, but, like, pay attention to what happened. He basically, like, Rock Lee used an illegal move or, or a move that maybe wasn't the smartest to really jack up his power, but then left him completely defenseless. It, it basically left him, like, crushed and broken and yeah. left him open to another attack from Gara, who wasn't quite defeated yet. He used, yeah. he used a forbidden technique to to gain advantage, right. but he lost it. He lost the battle at the end because if it if it right. hits and doesn't destroy your opponent, you're immobilized. Which he <laughs> and was. then and then Gar added uh, insult. To I him. say at the <laughs> end of that. F yeah, and then Gar's like, "I'm gonna take the hand and foot that you kicked me with, and I'm gonna crush them with my sand, <laughs> 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 and that's gonna be the end of you." Um, so I feel like at the end of that though, seeing Rock Lee stand up just based on his like subconscious of like never giving up and just standing there and like everyone being like, how is he standing? And then you find out he's unconscious and yeah. he's standing. I think that was, and like there's tears coming out of Mike guy's eyes. I'm not going to lie. Maybe I teared up the first time I yeah. watched it. And I was like, Oh my God, this kid is like pushed himself to the brink just to prove that you don't have to be born with all these advantages or like being a genius to be able to compete. It was like, there's, there's so okay. many like messages of like real life but, but and real world that, in this. The so. real kicker comes after that because there's medics that come out and they're like, oh, hey, by the way, we yeah. got this murdered, you know, kid that's been pulverized into rubble over here. So maybe <laughs> get a couple medics yeah. out. And the medic who never shows up again and has like one line who he gets to talk to Mike guy. He's like, uh, are you responsible for him? Can I come talk to you <laughs> for a second? And he basically, what does he say? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What he says or the, the gist of what he says? I think it was it along the lines of he He's, may never the, the walk again. Right, He's basically yeah. been setting up that the, the whole backstory with Rock Lee and Mike Guy, they both kind of impress each other throughout their training, is sort of like Naruto, where Rock Lee has his own ninja way. He wants to, to show that through mm -hmm. no natural talent, but just through hard work and training and dedication and will, you can mm -hmm. rise to be... Um, uh, recognized as a ninja you can be uh, you can be a, a contributing ninja whatever <clears throat> that's his ninja way mm -hmm. he basically this is his showcase to like show that this is his ninja way and that it works and he belongs here with everybody else he does he shows that but then at the end they're basically like yeah yeah he's kind of crippled and i uh, don't think he's ever gonna walk again let alone be a shinobi so it's sort of like it's his dream you yeah. get to see it and he he lives it out 
But then because he pushed himself so hard and because he went up against a, a murder assassin from the Sand Village, he yeah. basically could be written off the show at that point. He, they could just have like resigned him, just been yeah. like, nope, sorry, Rock Lee's been turned into dust. I, I want to also point out, murder assassin from the Sand Village who's possessed well, but by I mean, a demon. Everybody's kind of possessed yeah. by a demon at some point. That gets a little well, old in the technically, show. Technically, right, he's right. not possessed. Yeah, but technically he's not possessed. He just is not allowed to fall asleep because that's how that's, that's how the demon gets his power is that he's yeah he's the raccoon fox. So he, as soon as you fall asleep, he's like he, the sand takes over, right? Which is why he's so murderous because Gara can't fall asleep, and even though there's a technique he has called for sleep, which he just allows <laughs> Shikaku to take over, but he can't fall asleep because, and that's why he's got the thick black eye, circles around his eyes, because he doesn't sleep. He's an insomniac. This kid never sleeps, so of course he's going to be murderous. Like He's got to deal with this tailed oh, beast man. inside of him. He's got like the, the Kazukage <laughs> telling him he's got to act a certain way for the yep. Leaf Village in this Chunin exam. Like He's got a lot of pressure on this kid. He's got, and then his family, like you find out all about uh, his yeah, family. Yeah, there's a whole stuff, backstory but... with Gara, which is like uh, awesome too. But then, and, and think about it, like yeah. how irritating would it be to literally be covered in sand at all times, just to prevent mm. from getting like your face at crushed? At all times. Yeah. So I, I want to bring this up because this was one of my sort of yeah. what the fuck moments. So there's, uh, mm-hmm. during the battle, Rock Lee does his Lotus Technique mm-hmm. and uh, kind of does this thing where he's kicking him. He kicks yeah. Gara up in the air mm-hmm. and then goes vertical and continues to kick mm-hmm. him bit by bit like up into the ratchet. sky. And then, yeah, and mm-hmm. just like it just ratchet kicks him up into the sky and then throws his hand bandages around yeah, him and snares him. And then, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then just, and then pulls him into this like swirl and just like pile drives him back down <laughs> yeah, first. Yeah, into the, yeah both. head first. Both of them head yeah. first. Like pile drives him back into this concrete that has presumably already been destroyed by everything that Gara has done at this point and by the like weights that Rock Lee has mm-hmm. dropped. It is completely fucked up. So he smashes down into that. And that's the moment where Rock Lee's just like, I got him. And then you see the sand crumble. The sand just like fall away and dissolve. And you're just, that was the moment where, again, watching it, I knew it was going to happen, but I was like, no, that was going to happen. I didn't know you had like sand skin built around him the first time. Well, no, I mean, from reading, like, from reading the, I mean, no, the first time I was like crazy. But again, like, having read the manga, having read this arc in the manga and then having watched this section of the anime now like three or four times i was just like this is so rewarding yeah. and fun to watch this and is, it was this it's is so, so cool great. because like each little bit of his powers it changes each each time you know and people can't quite figure it out at first right. they're like why the hell does he have a gourd i love the moment between mike guy and rock lee mm-hmm. where he's getting ready to go into battle and he's like hey <laughs> mike guy calls him over he's like hey real quick keep an eye on that gourd it's pretty weird I don't know what's going on with it. All right, good yeah. luck. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's very funny. It's very funny. He's like, <laughs> that's that such, such Mike Guy personality too. Like, like <laughs> I don't know what's going on over there, but keep an eye on it. That's the moment where Kashi mm-hmm. takes off his eye patch and it's just like, what is he doing? Yeah, he wants to see what he's doing with his chakra. But I, yeah. I loved it because you get to see... For the first part of the battle, Gara sits there and it's a sand defense. So the sand is acting on its own accord and it's just defending everything. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And then you get to see his second layer, which is sort of the sand armor, which we learn takes a lot of uh, internal chakra and a lot of energy from him to maintain. But then you learn that the whole gourd is mm-hmm. actually just kind of like composed of sand to begin with. So it's not just holding it. It is sand. So yep. we've got a shit ton of sand to work with. Yeah. And then, unfortunately, that's kind of where we leave it at this arc because Rock Lee is is unconscious but standing up but also kind of crippled. So he's pretty much done. Yeah. <laughs> Gara just kind of like walks away. He eventually wins, but he also mm-hmm. had kind of quit at one point. Yeah. And he also says... Yeah, yeah, he says I quit, and it's like it's already over because my guy stepped in. But like he was, he was bored with the uh, tournament. I think at that point he was like, "Someone hit me." Yeah, he got hit I for don't the like first being time. Hit. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah yeah. Someone stopped me from killing someone I wanted to kill. I don't like. But that what's either. so cool <laughs> is that you here. get to see his arc. I mean, Rock Lee has his own stuff that continues from here, but you get to see Gara's arc, like you said, over the next few episodes. Yeah. What happens with him? What happens in conflict? Because obviously, other of the um, uh, the Hidden Leaf Village kids are going to want to get some revenge on this fella as well. So yeah, maybe we'll get to see that. Maybe we'll get to see some redemption for Gara in the future. Maybe we'll learn why he's so sleepy and so pissed off, and carries a shitload of sand around with him. But that's for another time. Uh, any final thoughts from this this three episode arc from you guys? Yeah, I have one final thought. Does anybody remember how the first episode of this arc begins? Um, it's it's not with the tournament. They don't jump right into the tournament. It's actually it dealing Doji? with the titular oh, okay. character. No, what's he doing? Because he was like not in most of this. I he was just remember. up on the up on the balcony, remember. just yeah. making noises. This is right after. No, no, he's actually down on the floor. Oh, with the oh wait, he's holding he uh, the, blo- the, the blood. Pulls in his the hand, blood right? up. Oh, yeah, like, and not his blood in his hand, and he. And he like makes a promise and he's like, I'm going to yeah. beat your ass in this tournament. <laughs> yep. And like everyone at the time when you're watching this, you're like, okay, <clears throat> buddy, we've seen you fight. You can't keep up with Neji. Yeah. But he's like, I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> if we match up in this tournament, I'm going to kick your fucking ass. And he's yeah. like very serious about it. With a what a way to drop us in after it's, not remembering what happened the first 48 episodes though. Because he just like bends over and scoops up blood <laughs> and like holds it. I was like, holy yeah. shit. Yeah. What happened? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think that that's just a fun thing because it was the the fight between Hinata and Neji, and you know, kind of a little bit a little bit of foreshadowing down the yeah. down the line that how protective he's getting about Hinata, yeah. uh, and then it's also fun to see him because he has his his ninja way, and because he continues to to stress this, you know, for these earlier episodes repeatedly over and over again and it becomes this annoying mantra mm-hmm. i feel like this is the first time that like he's yeah. actually making a threat with, yeah. with something behind I feel like this it. is the first threat that he's yeah. ever issued yeah. right where he's just like you're an asshole despite the fact that you two came like neji and hinata are from the same clan um He's like, you're a fucking dick, and I'm gonna fucking yeah, beat but, your ass right yeah. now, and I'm gonna hold this girl's <laughs> blood. Yeah, but <laughs> it's it's also because we like before previous to that, that entire fight, Neji's yes. talking down to Hinata, and like you right. find out the back and the, what's going on with the like the the branch family and the main family. So it's like he's just talking down to the person right. he's supposed to be protecting, <laughs> and he's like beating her up, and like just and and Naruto the entire time is just seething on the sidelines. Because Neji's from the branch family, Hinata's from the yeah, main family. and he's better, he's stronger than her. Right, and he's, but he's a feels, prick. Yeah, but he feels like he shouldn't have to be protecting this weakling and you all know, this stuff. If I know anything about this, uh, the next part of this arc, I think he's going to get a, he's, he's going to be really <laughs> well, pissed off. <laughs> given when he, uh, he fights Naruto later Naruto, on. Naruto, He's he's 
what we know of him, he's outclassed at this point. But he's picking on like the strongest possible fighters. And he's like, well, I want to fight Sasuke because I want to be recognized by him. So number one. And then he's like, I want to beat up Uh Neji because he's being a real dick about it. And he's like number one in the class. And then Uh I want to take on the murder sand kid (laughs) from this other village because he beat up Brock Lee. And he (laughs) makes threats against all three of them. And you're just like, what the fuck is this kid doing? What I like about it is because as his maturity level starts to grow and it takes a very long time to to progress, but he Uh remembers things like Neji talking down to Hinata. He remembers things like Sasuke's arrogance. Uh That's That's the thing that plays throughout the entire series. And he remembers things like uh, Gara beating the shit out of Rock Lee. So, and he sees Rock Lee's mm-hmm. determination and will. So he won't give up because he knew Rock Lee wouldn't give up. The fact that he was basically dead on his feet mm-hmm. but still standing, he remembers that, and that makes him into yeah. a better fighter and into a better person eventually. Which I liked. Very subtle kind of thing, but really well done. I just want to say one last thing before we go. The thing that also hooked me about the overarching story of this. I mean, I know they're ninjas and stuff, but it's the fact that it's Naruto never giving up on his friend, even though Sasuke uh, cuts all ties, becomes a murderer technically, like like, is an outlaw to the village, and especially in Shippuden, he's like a wanted criminal. Like, Naruto never gives up on his friend, and like is willing to die to get him back. It was like, that story of like hold your friends dearly. Like, don't just have these, like, yeah. Wayfair friends. Like, your bonds matter. And, like, the entire time, Sasuke's like, I don't want bonds with you. And Naruto's like, well, you don't get to make that choice. <laughs> so, Dave, you talked about something earlier about sort of, like, these these powers and, like, what about these powers is so much fun. So I wanted to ask you guys, as we're sort of closing on this three-episode arc, uh, and this can extend sort of beyond this three-episode arc, uh, but what from this show and what from your knowledge of watching this anime, what would be the one power out of all of this that you would be like, that's the one that I want? Sage mode. Sage mode? E- easily sage mode. E- e- not, and I'm not, I'm not talking about normal sage uh, mode with the frogs. I'm talking about okay. the sage mode when he's handed well, that's like, true sage mode. from. I mean, that's like end level. <laughs> that's... <laughs> yeah, he yeah, yeah, he yeah, said right. what level, what power? No, no, I no, want no, that that's power. Good. He literally like, has the... The power Sage of a god of almost. Paths, so I that's want like that. end level god mode. Yeah. That's like end of Naruto yeah. Shippuden kind of. That's I I yeah. like if it if we're just talking like specific powers or abilities, I like what's his dad's what do they call him? The flash, the the yellow flash. Yellow the, flash. Yellow flash. I, really, I think that's kind of cool. That's how he can do that kind of stuff. I think that's you like, neat. You like his flying yeah, exactly. Rajin technique. He just the throw a, throw a uh, throwing star with a tag on it and just be yeah, like those Mark Canines, yeah. I like that. I mean, Kakashi's yeah. got some of the best <laughs> abilities ever because he's copied all of them. Um, man, right. there's so many good ones. Oh, what you I think just of thought that? of something. I just thought of something. An overall power, I'd say Sage Mode, but as a power that I thought was like well used by, again, mm. by Itachi, who's just ridiculous because Itachi comes back. He uses Izanami to fight yes. Kabuto. Um, Who's who becomes yeah. like a snake sage? Okay, and and he uses that power because that power is meant to like make you accept who you right. are and not try and change yourself to be something that you're not. Which is what Kabuto has been doing this entire time. He's been idolizing Orochimaru and trying to become him that he's forgotten who he is. So Itachi again, this is yeah. one of those moments where you're like <laughs> watching Itachi fight someone and you're like, is this actually fighting? And then you're like, you find out yeah. they haven't he been fighting. He just like locks them into Itachi, a... put him oh, under a genjutsu man. from the very beginning. 
And like it's not ju- it's one of those juices though that like once you use yeah. it, it's a one fire because then your eye goes black. You can't use your eye anymore. So at this yeah. point, it's ever fun, again, ever again. But it doesn't matter because Itachi's already dead. There's a whole yeah. thing that happens. Okay. But anyways, he uses that eye power, and I was just like, what a perfect eye power! Not just for the Uchiha clan to like stop them from thinking that they're gods yeah. within themselves, but like to use against someone else in a fight to make them realize how wrong they've been all this time trying to change themselves and become something they're not because like he became power hungry he turned himself into a snake sage like he's he's not yeah. from that at all yeah like just he started absorbing other people's abilities and i was like this isn't you this is not you and like because he did that um kabuto becomes a, a it's, good it's a great example so of like, like a, a way that they wow. go into combat but not in like physical combat they like yeah it's it's a literal yeah personality changer to make you kind of like face yourself and change or not and if you don't then you're stuck there forever yeah. <laughs> so your choice these are all awesome power yeah. yeah these are all awesome powers this i mean i have wanted to get back into the series to begin nope. with and right so now. this is all good to know i also that want that awesome like unpunchable yeah. black fire to i want to be able to summon uh what's his name uh, Su- 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 Uno. what's what's the susan Su- i want to be able to Su- summon Su- a giant purple suit of armor <laughs> there's a lot of stuff i want to do now and you, and you guys are all aware that most of these powers are named after Japanese uh, gods. I like, like I like that yeah. they like yeah, Amaterasu yeah, yeah. and right. Izanagi. I like that they took that much more seriously than Dragon Ball, which just named mm-hmm. everybody after foods. <laughs> which yeah. was another way to yeah. think. Is is Rasanga? Is that Rasan Rasanga? Rasanga? Is that named after a god? I don't think that's Rasenga. a god. I don't think that's named after a god. Okay, because that that was my favorite power. That's your favorite power. I think just because of the training oh montage that a, he goes through just a, like, in the period, baby beginning Rasenga. Yeah, because I know, but I loved I loved watching that. I was such a fun. Yeah, that was I'm, so cool. I'm just saying this right now though. The the reason why that power is so great becomes even greater in the Shippuden because you realize what it actually is, what he's actually been taught. Okay, you realize what it is. It's it's almost like leading him to the be the chosen one to be able to talk to the beasts, the tailed beasts. There's a lot. You know, there's like a lot that goes on with that too. Like, yeah, the Rasengan is like, you have to know how to use that to <laughs> match with the beasts. I don't, I, I don't want to ruin it, but it's like, there's a whole other and level And what's super cool about that in the future, far uh, down the road too, is that when we were talking about different elements before, sometimes elements cancel each other out. Sometimes they actually enhance each other's yeah. abilities. And enhance, enhance, yeah. And... So. Think so about it. <laughs> where that might come into play. Enhance. Honestly, do you guys just want to quit this but... and just start a Naruto podcast from the beginning? <laughs> yeah, I think we're or thinking about that. Now. Yeah, I would so do that. Be yeah, because there's no, there's, yeah, yeah. Let's do one manga, oh one episode of manga. <laughs> 700 oh, episodes right now. Yeah. We, be... we do one episode. We... <laughs> yeah. We do one episode a day for what? Two yeah, years. Tire for two years. Yeah, that's what we're doing now. This is this is what we're doing. This is becoming a Naruto podcast. Head on over to patreon.com slash Naruto podcast. That's probably a thing. Don't do that. That's not us. <laughs> oh, boy. I mean, you can if you want, but it's not going to help us. Well, hey, bef- I think, I think, I think we're good. wrapping up. Are there any final thoughts? Okay, awesome. So, guys, guess what? We obviously have opinions, and we're going to talk about those opinions in, like, just a second. Turns out, you guys on the internet you also have some opinions. And so in order to honor those opinions, we are going to turn it over to friend of the show and longtime listener Bobby Anthem to give us this week's Love It or Hate It. Bobby, take it away. 
This week's Love It was written by Sadiq35 from Guyana on August 25th, 2006. He titled it, Never Will There Be an Anime as Great as This. He said, Naruto is, how to say, magnificent, glorious, and entertaining. It's almost flawless in the way it presents itself. The overall story is new and refreshing. The characters are inspirational and beautifully portrayed. The fight scenes are overall breathtaking and neat. The drama in here is very emotional and moving. The jokes are well executed, but sometimes overdone. Most people complain how most of the characters are unreal, but who cares? They are fun and for real once you give the show a chance. If you ain't an anime fan, then give the show a chance. Those who are anime fans will simply love it. There is nothing really to hate about it. Pure perfection. 10 out of 10. Jonas Fan 11 from the United States disagrees. Jonas Fan gave it a rating of 1 out of 10 on April 29th, 2007, in a post titled Horrible. Jonas Fan said, This show is totally and completely horrible and awful. All the people that I know that like this show really like it, but to me, it is horrible and pretty much the most horrible anime show ever. All of the powers that the characters have are unrealistic and completely annoying. One of the people that I know that watches Naruto is completely turning into a freak about the show. She tries to turn everything into Naruto. I just can't stand this show. I almost fell asleep during it. America ever let it be aired. It is much, much better fit for Japan or China or wherever it came from. I definitely do not suggest watching Naruto. Amazing. Always fantastic. Always, always, always nailing it. <laughs> Love it. That Bobby Jutsu, that's the best. Oh, okay. I, you didn't tell me I could have Bobby Jutsu. Uh, that was on the table this entire time. It's been on the table, guys. Bobby Jutsu's been on the table the entire time. I think there's a reason it's been on the table. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to study Bobby Jutsu. But while we're doing that, we're going to go back around the horn. First of all, thank Jamal for returning uh, to this little show of ours. Yes. Again. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. And now we're going to do recommendations. No problem. So do you recommend Naruto? And if not, does it get the dip? Meaning it's been erased from all existence for all time. Um, <laughs> I mean, how insane would it be for me to say I don't recommend something that I've watched, I've read yeah. 710, <laughs> it, technically 738 chapters because there's 18 chapters of Boruto out right now. How could I not recommend this if it's hooked me to this degree? I mean, you have to, I, I absolutely recommend it, but also, like, you'd have to do it like I did. You have to start at the beginning and you have to push through it because... All of that right. matters. All of the awfulness that was boring to me in the beginning, it matters. It it builds the story up and makes it a complete whole once they start filling in the dots. It's like, oh my god, if I had skipped over this, I wouldn't appreciate this as much as I do right now. Like I wouldn't again, I would not have been hooked on this fight if I didn't go through all the preamble. So I'd say anyone who's gonna get into this, you have to start at one and you have to just hang in there because it gets so good and read the manga yeah, i have to do that don't yeah. watch the anime you skip skip over so much filler by just reading the manga so just right. read the manga and also um if you get through the manga 
go to the ship unit because my god it becomes so much better like when they become teenagers it's so much better uh sean how about you bud uh, this is an absolute recommendation. This is this is a run, don't walk. This and is a fantastic that, show. Got, well, okay, we're just talking about Naruto. We haven't gone to Shippuden yet. I was going to get real <laughs> mad at you. I haven't gotten... Yeah. I can't I believe you haven't seen Shippuden. I haven't seen Shippuden. I, am wa- I want to get there. It's, it's going to become my new show that I have on whenever I have breakfast in the okay, morning, I and I will, I will go through... Everything. I haven't seen so any of the tailed beasts. I'm gonna have get you know, into it. I'm excited. Sai's the only for it. person Look, I had to kind of like push. Yeah, have you, Sai was not my favorite. Yeah, have you met Sai yet? They're they're uh, standing for Sasuke. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. His substitute jutsu. He's literally a Kakashi. <laughs> you'll meet Sai. And you'll, yeah, you'll oh, literally. literally. Like <laughs> That's a great joke, and you'll get that. <laughs> you'll get that once right, you keep watching. I'm excited. As for me, yeah, 100. I recommend this. It's it's a it will take you a little while to get into it if Naruto, the character, kind of like is a little abrasive to you to begin with. I'm going through the same mm-hmm. thing right now with Black Clover. I don't really like the character. I don't care about him at all. I'm just waiting for enough episodes to get through so I can be like, oh, now mm-hmm. it's okay. I don't know if I can do 35 or 50 of them. Yeah. But for Naruto, it's definitely worth your effort. The episodes that you will eventually watch and enjoy and will be fulfilling far outweigh the ones that are kind of frustrating even for the filler stuff so definitely check it out if you haven't already and like these guys said check out the manga as well so once again it's a story about friendship brotherhood growing up all kinds of stuff plus ninjas can you uh can you tell me when we first realized jamal that we both liked naruto could you tell me about the terrible summon jutsu Uh, that you did oh uh you're talking about in the the metro yeah yeah <laughs> okay so when we were uh, when we were filming breathing we, room yeah we were filming a short film and i was just doing uh ninja ninjutsu symbols like hand signs like like he side. Like jamal I, can actually do can the actually hand do symbols them. it's so, super impressive i was just doing the one that summons the fireball jutsu so i was over there in the corner <laughs> just doing that and sean's like what are you doing? And I'm like, ah, I'm just doing some. You ever seen Naruto? <laughs> He's like, yeah, I've seen Naruto. I was like, all right, well, let me summon up. <laughs> I just did a pretend summoning of a homeless guy jutsu. And lo and behold, like five seconds later, this homeless guy <laughs> walks over and starts like interrupting while we're filming. And it's like, sits down in the shot <laughs> and starts talking to people. I was like, after we like got through that and moved away, I was like, you summoned I feel him. like I did that. I feel like I summoned. <laughs> Yeah. homeless guy over here we were we were disappointed and upset because this guy would not leave us alone oh and it was it was probably we were in the metro heading up with a green line yeah and it was late petworth. and then yeah towards petworth and green line late at night is not really a line that you want to be on green line anytime it's not the green line is not a line that you want to get on anytime so we are we're heading north towards the end of the line with the intent of filming this scene and then heading back on the green line which is probably about an hour long endeavor. This guy shows up and will not leave us the fuck alone. And I and Jamal and I had just realized that we both like Naruto at this point. Him doing that summon jutsu, I was like, why would you sign that blood contract? Why would you sign that blood contract and summon that homeless? It would have been great if you guys had to I'm battle. Like, ah. You would have had an extra dude in your corner. Oh, it would have I been. I mean, good. he started yelling at us at <laughs> yeah, one point. We, we thought it may have become that it's at possible. some point. <laughs> Oh. Well, for another time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can summon another no, that's man. just end of story. We're not. We are not fighting or summoning no, any more homeless people. It. It's not a great jutsu. No. But Jamal, thank you so much for joining uh, the show again. 
we'd love to have you back again in the future. Maybe, maybe thank you for having me or something in the future. Or Baruto, if we get to that. Oh, point. or oh. maybe Alf too. I, you know what? I'll be quite honest with you. I didn't know I could pick Shippuden to start with. <laughs> <laughs> Had I known, I would have picked Shippuden. Well, now you can the next time. This is your next level of not knowing what Sean you can pick for this show. And as a reminder, it's literally I, anything I, we I, haven't I, covered yet. Literally anything, okay. Would we email you this? We're very clear to all. I, I always think, okay, Naruto, I guess we got started at the beginning. You can't just go this right to the, the good stuff. stuff. I'm oh glad you God. picked this one. It was a fun one to read. It is the good stuff. I mean, best, the better stuff. stuff. The better stuff. The stuff. Uh, All right, but where can folks find you on social media, and what are you up to out in the wide world? Uh, you can find me on social media on Twitter and Instagram. The Instagrams as Hello Newman. The O is a zero, as always. And uh, I perform comedy in D.C. I'm part of a Washington Improv Theater house troop house team called Madeline. Perform like every Saturday, and I also have a super fun uh, indie team called Nixon that performs once a month at the uh, Unified Scene Theater. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm out there in the D.C. improv comedy scene, so come see me. Sean, how about you, bud? Guys, as always, I perform live improv comedy in D.C. with a group that's called Knox. That's N-O-X exclamation point. We perform along with Jamal as a part of Washington Improv Theater. You can find tickets at times with dc.org. And also, I want to give a shout out to listener Ben Allen. Thank you, buddy. We appreciate all the messages and everything. Glad to have you listen, friend. Thanks. And you can always find me on the Instagrams uh, and Twitter at Sean Paul Ellis. It sounded like you had more to it. say. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. No, we have like we we have like two short films, three short films that we've written and put together, and we just need to get them. They're all on Vimeo, but they're private right now. We just need to make them public so we can share them out for yeah, people. Got to get well. them privates. Yeah. What? Sliding those DMs, girl. Sliding yeah. those. <laughs> Private DMs. Slide, slide in uh, my Dave, DMs. What, Dave, what are you up to? <laughs> no. No. Follow me on Twitter at DrKalawMD. You can also find me on Collider.com, Nerdist.com, and DaveTrumbor.com. As for this show right here, we would love it if you'd head on over to our Patreon page, Patreon.com slash Saturday Morning Cartoons. Remember, that's morning with a U. You can also follow us on Twitter at MorningTunes. Check out Sean's handiwork on the Instagrams. Uh, keep the conversation going on Facebook. Listen to our free audio podcast each and every week through YouTube, iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. As always, if you want to reach out to us, suggest a Naruto Shippuden arc for us to revisit in the future with Jamal, send us an email, SaturdayMorningCartoons at gmail.com. Jamal, can you take us out tonight with one of your favorite uh, jutsu sayings and some, oh, some hand signs, easy. maybe? Are you yeah, we're ready to go. Ready? Yeah. Katun, Gyukyu no Jutsu. Thank you so much for listening. We will see you next time. Perfect. Also, also. The entire studio. <laughs> you have another one in the pocket? I, I do have another one in the pocket. Do it, buddy. Um, it's, um, 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 oh my God, what is it? It's the, the why can't I think of uh, Hashirama's Jutsu? Um, oh, it's Mokotan uh, Jokai Yuden, which is Birth of Trees, where he like, just makes a forest emerge out of nowhere. I like it. Our uh, recording studio is a shambles now, but we were going to have to leave it there until next time. <laughs> Everything <laughs> destroyed is destroyed it on fire. Oh. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next time. Hey, everybody. Thanks a lot for listening to Saturday Morning Cartoons. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have to transform and roll out.